0: and hello to our world with your host Ned boy and doc i hope you're having a great day it's a beautiful day over here what about with you net
1: uh everything's good it was a great weekend uh, fun activities i was up in poconos how just relaxing and enjoying
0: myself how's everything with you beautiful man I, I i kept it close to the vest i was home uh nba all-star weekend did you guys have any snow up there
1: no snow. We actually got a chance to actually turn on the grill and barbecue. It was actually perfect weather.
0: Oh, get out of town. Did you go to the Fire Range up there?
1: Uh, I went to the Fire Range there last year, which I realized I wasn't a good shot. So I need to actually practice that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've i been up there several times myself. It's a great place to go golfing. Pocono's got some great golf courses. That whole That area in Jersey, that whole Delaware Gap, Beautiful, beautiful place. So I guess you didn't have too much time to spend on the NBA All Star Weekend.
1: Actually, uh, actually, uh, we did get a chance to see the game and some of the activities from Saturday night.
0: Oh man, we wish we all could get that time back. I'm sure that was yeah, uh, this
1: disastrous.
0: This was <laughs> this this was the worst, man.
1: I mean, anytime someone scores uh what was it, one ninety-two to one eighty-two
0: or something like that. Yeah, and you know what? They didn't even uh, they didn't even pretend to pretend to pretend to be anything resembling a basketball game. The slam dunk contest was <laughs> was horrible. But I'm gonna tell you who set the tone for the whole thing. Klay Thompson not even making it out of the first round for the three point shoot. It went downhill from there. Because we
1: oh, I actually missed that. Did he? Uh, sh- did he shoot well or? No, he, he didn't, didn't shoot, shoot
0: well. well. He didn't shoot well. He didn't shoot well. Then they had some kind of uh, after the three point contest. They had some thing for charity for Craig Sager, and uh, S- Steph Curry went out there and did his best DJ Khalid impersonation by missing like eight straight three-pointers and kept, you know, you know how you beg for the ball back, like, I'll hit the next one, I'll hit the next one, and then he missed, and he missed, and he missed so much that they brought other people on the court. It was it was crazy.
1: Oh, my God. Off night. <laughs> you yeah, know what? NBA, NBA needs to figure out something on how to revamp or something, because I guess these new players, caliber of players, just don't really care as much.
0: You know what it is? Everybody's a multi-gazillionaire. And it's just like they say, why bother? The little chump chains fifty grand, you know, they, they spent that on the weekend going to parties. It's 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 become they become too big. It's they just wanna go for three days and have their ass kicks kissed by the rappers going to the parties, the girls. They don't want to really even do anything athletic. I thought of something that'd be great. If you're gonna have a game The lead voter in the West, the lead voter in the East, all the other All-Stars, let them do just like we do in the park. Pick your team. That would cause some friction and guys would actually play.
1: Yeah, that would actually be a good thing. Um, Someone else, I think it was Stevie D. Smith suggested throwing out like a million dollars for someone's charity or something like that.
0: See that might get those guys to do the uh, slam dunk and stuff because there are people that's not you know there's some people in this league who dunk, but they're not dunking for fifty grand. LeBron's no. not dunk. I mean, LeBron has more to lose than the game by losing a dunk contest. So
1: yeah, he, I at can this see, age, yeah, at this age, I don't think he'll even ever participate in a dunk contest. As far as if he didn't do it in his first couple of years, it's a wrap.
0: Yeah, but this was uh. This was a, a very... And usually, for me, All-Star Weekend the last five years has been destroyed thoroughly by that fucking Kevin, Kevin Hart. He usually destroys my All-Star Weekend. And I didn't even see him this weekend, so I can't blame him for what happened.
1: Well, I must say, when he's in the celebrity game, it was much better than what they showed on Friday night. Because, one, I didn't know too many people that was playing... And that was even hard. That was hard. I think by halftime, it was getting blown up by like 30 points.
0: I didn't watch a drop of that. I didn't watch uh, Friday nights at all. I think I was watching uh, Bellator. I might have been watching Bellator, which is always like the poor version of UFC. And they had UFC this weekend. And that wasn't too hot either. So I'm not going to waste any time. You know, uh, let me ask you a question. Do you believe the earth is flat like Kyrie Irving?
1: I don't know how people keep getting back to this earth is flat business. It's like, you once you skip like the first 12 years of school to think that the earth is flat.
0: Now this is a dookie here. And dookies are smart people. You know what I mean? Dookies are smart people. So, I, I, think, I think Kyrie's actually screwing with us. Maybe it's some kind of bet that they have in the locker room. Let's see how many people that we can get Because we're living in an age right now, and I'm kind of very, I'm not kind of, I'm ashamed of a lot of my people. They think that they're waking up to stuff and they're actually becoming stupider, dumber, than they were before by thinking that they're so conscious of everything that's going on around them, you know. Uh, and, And this is just one of those theories. Everything's a lie. Everything you've ever been taught is a lie. One plus one is not even two.
1: You know, know, I don't understand the way these these guys are thinking. I mean, it's like every few years, someone comes on and say, oh, the earth is flat. And then then a couple of weeks later, after the backlash, they recant.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? He got people now to be on TV. No data, no research, no smartness. And they're also agreeing 100%. Oh, yeah, maybe Kylie. Professor. Physics. Scientist Kyrie irvin who plays for the Cleveland Cavaliers, has figured out what no man before him could figure out—that the Earth is flat. Yeah.
1: So, Christopher Columbus.
0: Yeah, I mean, all the scientists, all these people have just—they just full of crap. Everybody's full of crap. And my thing is this: if the Earth is flat, and, as opposed to it being round, who does that benefit? What is the benefit of telling us that lie? That's all I understand. I don't even know. How did this even come up? You know, they ask, they, they ask these guys like nine million questions while they're at these All-Star Games because they don't know what else to do. Think about it. You've been sitting in front of a camera for three hours. It gets kind of bored, boring. They don't know what to say. They don't know what to ask them. So they, they ask them stuff like, what was your favorite cereal when you was in fourth grade? You know, that's how, that's how stupid the questions get after a while. Oh, so I guess one of the questions was, do you believe the Earth is flat? Yeah, they, well, they, I guess they asked him something about, like, you know, what do you think about the Earth? And, and he just went on and said, you know what? Basically, Kyrie was saying they lied to us about every damn thing known to man, which we know there's a lot of lies that we believe as truths. Yeah. But this, I mean, some of them, but they're always for some form of benefit. This one, I don't see, other than selling globes. And I, you know, globes are not a big business. I don't own one in my house. Do you have a globe? Maybe your daughter does. But I don't own a globe. No, I don't own a globe. I had
1: a bar that was in the shape of a globe that had it printed, but no.
0: Yeah, most people don't go out and own globes. So what would be the benefit of telling people that the earth is round unless the earth was indeed round? Yeah, that would be something stupid to lie about. Yeah, 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 there's there's, there's enough real shit to lie about. I mean, we got a president who does it to us constantly, daily, nonstop, and then tells us, what are you going to do, believe the lie or believe the lie that I'm telling you I'm lying? So, you know, he's, you know, this dude, man, you could trump you could talk about Trump like literally day and night until your head explodes. But I won't let this guy completely own every aspect of my life. I just can't. I don't live in that kind of fear.
1: Yeah, me neither. I just he just provides something every single day that it's hard not to talk about.
0: Well, that is true. That is true. He's uh he is beyond amazing and think about it. We've seen this Trump guy Basically, our whole lives, we had no clue he was this guy. None I mean, whatsoever. Anyone,
1: anyone that takes the a reality show realtor, or uh, I guess a brander, and makes makes him the president of the country,
0: uh, I guess it's, we, we we have to be some sick people as well. Man, you know what it is? Social media actually is the number one ruler. Of the world right now, you would have to literally pay people, and I mean, good amount of money, for them to disconnect from their cell phone and the internet for any distance of time. I mean, I have to admit, I'm guilty too. One of the first things I do in the morning when I get up is I check my phone. I mean, because that is that is your conduit into the world. If somebody gets sick, somebody goes in the hospital people are going to text you before they do anything else. Yep. You know, it's not like the old days where, you know, my day, you had to know phone numbers or keep pieces of paper in your wallet. You need to keep a quarter because there was no cell phones. You were going to a phone booth. People under the age of 25, I don't even know if they know what a phone booth really is. Yeah, let me ask you. Do you, is there anyone number that you actually remember besides your wife? No, uh, no. And you know what? I used to be able to remember twenty, twenty-five numbers easy because that was a part of your life. You needed to do that. Yep, I agree. I remember two numbers now. Her cell phone, my house home number. That is it.
1: Oh, uh, you have you, well, I can, I don't even know my house number, but I I, I I know my
0: mom number and my girl number. That's probably it. No, I know my house number because I need to use that when I, you know, like if I conduct any kind of business or order something, you know, you go on these online sites, they be asking you for your home number. So I'd rather give my home number than my cell number anyway. So, Uh,
1: I always think that because I don't give my home number because I'm like, they always feel like they sell it to third parties and then I get all these unsolicited phone calls. So if they call my phone, because I tend not to pick up numbers I don't know anyway
0: or sometimes with with my phone it will say oh this is a spam call well you know what i don't mind that anymore because i hate these fuckers i hate time warner i will say that well i won't know i don't know about time warner new york because time warner when i was in new york i had cable vision and they were fine but time warner north carolina is a horrible system run by very lazy people always i mean Three or four times a month, I have to reset all my boxes. You know how much I'm pain in the ass. Right while you're taping a good program, that's when it goes down. No wind, no snow, no rain, no nothing. Just dies down. The box blanks out. You got to reset it. But one thing they do have, they have a screening program where you can go online and put numbers in. Like, Say you get these bad calls, you put these numbers in. Man, your phone, yeah. your phone will ring once or twice, and it just disappears. It doesn't go to your voicemail. It just goes nowhere, and I love that. That's one thing I will say that I do like about them.
1: They, didn't, they haven't, uh, Spectrum haven't
0: moved into North Carolina because they bought Time Warner, and up here they already changed us all over to Spectrum. Well, we are Spectrum, and Spectrum is shittier than Time Warner was. They didn't give you all the new uh, boxes and stuff? No, I got brand new boxes, brand new wiring, everything. I got three oh, boxes. I got oh, three dang. boxes of DVR, brand new wiring. I got the internet and the phone and it's just I don't know what it is. Our infrastructure down here. Man, I've been down down here about going on five years. At least ten blackouts. At, no less than ten blackouts I've had. <laughs> and, and, and once again, we're not talking heavy winds, heavy rain, heavy snow. Just it could be a sunny day, 75 degrees, and you just blacked out for no fucking reason at all. Oh yeah, sound kind
1: of like North Carolina needs to update their uh, infrastructure. There.
0: Yeah, it's like uh, it's like Barney and Fred is running the engineering down here. And I'm talking <laughs> about Fred Flintstone and Barney Rubble. <laughs> you know we we're we're it's it's stony it's in some ways this is a great place in other ways boy this i mean you know i you know i guess it's just the new york in me i'm i'm chop 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 you know and that's the way things go here it's like we'll take care of it tomorrow can we do it tomorrow can we do it later i'm not used to that mentality i don't think i ever get used to it I know. I
1: think I said it before. When I went there, I said the service is always different the further south you go. When I was in Atlanta, I went to a a diner and I ordered a bacon, egg, and cheese. It took almost an hour and 10 minutes for them to make it bacon, egg, and cheese.
0: Well, they had to. They had to. I was literally. Kill the chicken.
1: The the, the waitress just apologized. She she ended up comping me for it, but I'm like. I sat here over an hour for a bacon egg and cheese that makes no
0: sense at all. It's just, that's just just the way it goes. You you are correct. Once you get past like uh Virginia things start changing. From Virginia and that means through Florida, because Florida is a is a is a whack job in itself.
1: Yeah, I think as um once the accents keep getting thicker and thicker and thicker, it's like the service gets a little slower and slower.
0: Yeah, they just don't give a fuck, man. It's like, we don't care. You sit there. You know, because our people ain't going to complain. Where are you some uppity, oh, he's some uppity northerner, you know? Yeah, you expect too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you want me to do? That's the look I get all day long when I go to a store. Don't ask a question in, like, a market. Uh, like a, a, a mall they don't you know, like New York they sweat the shit out of you soon may I help you you know if you see anything you need just ask here they let you yep. you could walk around Macy's down here for five hours and nobody will ever say you looking for anything <laughs> <laughs> you could just get a. if you if you had a sleeping bag you roll that shit up and sit in the corner I don't know why the homeless would live outside North Carolina until the business is closed, you could just sit on inside a store all day and just take a nap. Nobody will notice you. <laughs> Nobody would even fucking notice that you're there, man. That's, that's the same. One thing you can't miss about New York is these the
1: rat is still rat infested. I don't, I don't know if you heard, but they have it.
0: Uh, it was a building in the Bronx where someone died from rat urine. Oh my God, man! What the hell is that? The smell poisoned him. Uh, no, I guess that in this building that they the rat urine
1: was so much that they was tracing it back and forth with their shoes in their apartments, and he got sick. I forgot the name of the disease behind it, but he ended up dying, and a couple other people ended up getting sick
0: behind it. Oh man, you know what? Uh, uh New York City and rats I used, I, I remember there was one train what train station 33rd Street on the um, I think it's the 4 and the 5 line you would always see them on the uh not in the not in the tunnel but on the uh, platform with you Platform? <laughs> the platform man
1: yeah, that's insane. I see them every now and then on a the platform. But my I got my, my brother actually works for MTA.
0: And he's like, when you got to go in them garbage rooms, they all running around in there. Oh, man, you know what? That's that's one thing I don't miss. You know, the other day, though, I, at 4 o'clock in the morning, I hear this weird-ass sound. I mean, a sound I've never heard before in my life. So I said, let me look out the deck. I got to see what that is. Fucking Fox is walking right by. <laughs> and i'm talking about this fox was pimp walking under the under the uh the street light he was chilling i ain't never seen an animal chiller chilling out so much this fox was like whatever's out here your ass is mine i mean i didn't call no animal protection or anything because it's not uncommon to see like i see deer <laughs> i see possum you know, I've seen all kinds of shit, but this is the second time I've seen Fox, but it's the first time I've seen him walk right by the crib. Oh, damn. Somebody got dinner. Yeah, and you know, I was told that when we first moved down here, like three blocks away from me, a woman got bit by a diamondback snake and died. So, you know, you know, this this place used to be a national park until they built it up. Oh, damn. sounds like you are in the middle of the zoo. No. It's, no, it's not that bad. Trust me. It's uh it's it's uh where I'm at is 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 really nice. But it's they have not done. This is not like a 75 80 year old infrastructure uh neighborhood where people have lived. You could tell that maybe 40 years ago nobody was living here. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. you know, you come down here four-story buildings are tall buildings yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty used to that once you leave new york yeah you know four-story buildings it's, it's it's not like you you know you, there are other areas where you're gonna have gigantic buildings you know due to schools this that and the other but no 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 over here is i don't even know how to really describe it i always describe it in a manner that pisses my wife off i i know we're out in the suburbs But it's not rural. So it's kind of, you know, I mean, because I had been on roads down here. I remember one time, me and my wife, we came down. I really didn't know my way around. And I took a wrong turn. And see, the thing about when you live in a place like North Carolina, you take wrong turns, you end up in places like um, Deliverance. I was on this fucking road, man, that led to nowhere forever, I mean, literally forever, when you get out the car and there's no, uh, you have no bars on your phone, even though it's fully charged. And it was some shit like Copper De Pond Road. And we was like, where is this road? T- and all you see is like one big ass farmhouse for miles. Uh, that's the thing. Yeah, it's a very uncomfortable feeling. Be like man, yeah. I want to get back to the where is the main road? So before you know it, you turn it the wrong way. GPS is now telling you, I don't even know you I don't know where you are.
1: Yeah, we uh I've I experienced that this weekend, man. GPS sucks when you go to these uh areas where there's low cells towers or anything like that.
0: Yeah, and people haven't drove through with the Google trucks. It's like, where the hell are where are you? When your GPS is asking you where the hell are you, you got problems. Exactly. I got lost this weekend looking for a house, and
1: it just kept leading me in the wrong direction. It got to the point where I was like, i got to figure this out on my own.
0: And I think yeah. that's, what, that's what's wrong with technology has made us weak. It's hard to figure these things out. Oh, yeah, yeah. We don't have to go out and hunt and kill and find anymore. That 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 day is over. Uh, yeah. I had a friend who said, Remember the
1: days of MapQuest where you had to like punch in your destination and print it out and
0: you're trying to drive and read at the same time? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't, you know, I, I'm lucky like that. You Some things you just get, well, I guess it takes some time to, if you made the trip several times, you now have to definitely rely on your memory where you should be going, turning, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because there's this areas around me I still don't know after four plus years. At all. Okay. And I don't care to know them. <laughs> and like, what am I going over there for? Exactly. What is If there's nothing over there because I could end up I mean, the thing is I don't like getting lost for two, three hours. That's just not fun.
1: No, I, I don't want to be lost, period. So I, I have no patience.
0: Yeah, and, and you got that one of the easy... You asked me, New York is the easiest city to get around because the numbers, the names, is quite... Now, the the place that always threw me off the most was certain parts of Queens. Because you go to certain parts of Queens, you got street, road, route, and then avenue. And they all got the same number. Say 47th Street. 47th yep. Avenue, route, street. And it'd be like boom, 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 boom. And I'd be like damn, I just want to get back to that main road.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm only good in the Bronx and, and, and Manhattan because it works by the number system.
0: Yeah, New Brooklyn is mostly names. We have numbers in Brooklyn, too. A lot of number streets, but mostly they're names and avenues. You find the main avenue to any neighborhood, and you can get in and you can get out. You get to a train. That is definitely if you're traveling by foot or. Bus or train easy. Now by yeah. car is a whole different thing.
1: Yeah, cars are cars a zoo in Brooklyn. I had a friend one time I'm driving him home to Brooklyn and he's like, Oh, make this right, and I made it the right, and I'm on to oncoming traffic. I'm like, man, you don't know where the hell you live. Pulled over at the next train station stop. I saw it was like, You gotta get out.
0: Listen, driving people home, it's always gonna be that you don't know where you live. And you wonder what the hell happened to people. It's like, you know what, just get me where I got to go. That's their mentality. Get me where I got to go. You know, man, I'm a, uh, I'm a big Nike whore. Are you you like Under Armour uh, footwear?
1: Uh, I don't own any Under Armour footwear, but maybe if I was playing basketball and I saw a pair of sneakers, maybe I'd just grab it, but... As far as that, I mean, I've seen some of the like basketball clothes that look cool, but I'm not
0: I'm not willing to spend that type of money on them. Man, you know what? I I have not seen you know especially the carry stuff. I hate that carry stuff, and I'm not a big super color guy. You know, I'm not wearing purple and 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 yellow. That's not oh. really gonna be my footwear today. I got cool. nothing on. The, I have nothing upstairs to match with bright purple sneakers. Oh, yeah. You know, those are the ones you got didn't go out and buy an outfit for. Because, you know, they're catching hell right now under armor. It seems like everybody that's associated with them kind of wants to get away from them.
1: There's a thing. You can't make... And we're living in a time right now that you can't say anything good about
0: Trump and then expect people to be happy about it. Yeah, especially when you're... Uh, your your spokespeople are people of color. Exactly.
1: You know And the week before you seen the week before the two weeks before you saw what happened to Uber. So why would you then go out and make a statement in regards to Trump? Yeah, you just just left it alone. Don't say nothing.
0: Yeah, when you get a guy like the Rock and, and uh Kerry to actually say something and those guys don't say nothing about nothing. When they say something, it means something.
1: Yeah, we're living in a time right now for someone like The Rock to say something. He doesn't want to get pushed back from his fans and stuff, so of course he's going to say anything. And especially if
0: you're a minority. Yeah, if yeah, you're a minority, you, know, you think about it, his family are immigrants. Not like third, fourth, fifth generation. Right before him, his grandfather. You know what I yep. mean? His mama. Yep. You know, matter of fact, talk about the rock and wrestling, man. They had a bad weekend. Wrestling had a very bad weekend. You know, uh, three cool deaths. Oh, the three, yes,
1: yes. I know George Animal still died. Ivan Koloff died. Ivan
0: Koloff. Who was the third? Nicole Bass. Remember, Nicole Bass was the built woman who was actually bigger in China, but she didn't really do anything. I think she was like, uh, uh oh, yeah, she has a dead eye, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. See, but see, I'm a big, I, I know Nicole because I'm a, a Howard Stern fan, and Nicole has been on Howard Stern for like 20 years actually, even oh. before she got involved with the WWE when she was just the world's largest female bodybuilder, okay. So, you know, watching George the Animal steal and Ivan Koloff, that's a big part of my youth right there, man. Pretty soon, it's like all the guys from my day will be gone. Well, most of the guys from my day are gone. <laughs> uh, we still got Bruno and Flair. And Flair's, Flair doesn't even go back as far as George and, um, you know, it's just really Bruno San Martino. Yeah, well, well I would say the guys that you like are uh, walking around, the guys I grew up with in the 90s are mostly dead. Oh, you know what? Because every damn one of them is dope fiends. I mean, <laughs> I watched I watched some program. I forget which one it was. I didn't even know that Shawn Michaels was just as bad a drug addict as everybody else, too. Yeah, and now he looks it. And you know the crazy part? That these guys were still able to go out there and perform, man. How the hell are you able to still go out there and perform, jump around, do all that stuff, remember your lines, not break somebody's neck, and be high as a kite? Yeah, that's
1: the thing. I wouldn't trust someone. If I know that you was a known drug addict or alcoholic or you was binging before we had a match. I'm not gonna trust you in that ring. So I'm hoping none of that was going on before a
0: match where someone could get physically hurt. But then let me ask you a question. You couldn't have been a wrestler in the WWE between like 92 and like 2004. Who the hell (laughs) wasn't high? I mean, think about it. Throw on one of those old pay-per-views. Everybody's high. Kurt Angle's high. Benoit, this one, that one, uh, Eddie, everybody is high. Uh, Mister Perfect, this uh, like the only one they said didn't get high was like Triple H. So you would have had to trust him and Stone Cold. You'd have had to, tr- and he's getting drunk right in your face in the ring. <laughs>
1: hey.
0: Because I don't care what his tolerance is. That man is guzzling 12, 15 beers in two minutes, man. That has to give anybody a buzz. Yeah, you got to get some form of buzz. Yeah, you have to have some kind of buzz, man. I mean, I can understand that you're not like, okay, shit, I'm not drunk because I'm a big, huge man, and I have some tolerance. But, you know, you're going to have to feel something. Hey, man, I got to ask you something. This is this is about women. Shoot. Uh, this is a woman thing. Uh, Is your woman into planners? What do you mean, planner? Planners. These books. It's like an obsession with women to buy these fucking planners, man. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. Not at all. It it, it passed her over. My wife's obsessed with these fucking planners, man. We go to like stores like Michael's and there's stickers and this and there's that and you know, you could put your whole life in them. So, <laughs> I wonder how the hell did she, how did, in the hell did that, she avoid that?
1: Yeah, this, she, she She basically uses her cell phone for everything. And then uh, to to get me to do something, you, she,
0: we, we share a, a Google calendar. So she oh. sends me alerts. So the little lady's not into planners yet. That's just not her generation, huh? No, I don't think so. Okay, because they have this other thing, this damn Lipstick Alley. And, like, Lipstick Alley is like a woman's world. Where they have their own news groups and stuff like that. And I guess only gay guys and them go there. And what they do is they, you know... I wish somebody from Lipstick Alley finds us. We could have... Either we'll be hated by 100,000 people overnight. Or we'll be have a huge following overnight. <laughs> because it's like there all the women are hanging out there. You know. So they still have like Tupperware parties, silverware parties, makeup parties and uh what they call that? Avon and stuff like that? Man, you know what? I I don't know. That's that sounds like Old school. I mean, can't you even buy Girl Scout cookies online now? You don't even need a Girl Scout anymore, right? Oh, I don't know. I only, I only see them pop up in my office building every now and then. Yeah, they, they, they hit. We have a big Girl Scouts of America thing near me. So they, they let you know when they'll be at certain, like, uh, supermarkets. See, we don't have, like, uh, there's no uh, but, uh, bodegas here. These shit's oh, okay. all markets, man. Like, uh, block... Two blocks markets. <laughs> there's no little... There's. No, I mean, I'm not in the area where there's mom-and-pop grocery store. That shit don't, does not exist. There's no... I have not seen a bodega.
1: Your type of area, do you have to, like, donate to, like, the fire department and stuff? Because I was in Pennsylvania this weekend. And on every day, on the side of the road, the fire department was there with this boot asking for donations i guess to pay for new equipment and stuff
0: do they ask and call me incessantly? yes they do they call my ass all the time they call me uh do you want to donate to this do you want to donate to that and and oh, you know we can't go to the market it pisses my wife off because you go to say you say you go to a market a store and you spend a two hundred dollars on some crap and then right before you leave, would you like to make a donation to such and such? So you feel kind of guilty. And in the beginning, you do it all the time. Then you be like, you know what? I take care of my own donations because I don't know who the hell these people are.
1: Yeah. You know? I hate what you do in the store, especially like if you swipe your card. Right before you swipe your card, the machine says, would you like to make a donation to such and such? I'm like,
0: God damn it. Now I have to worry about this from the credit card machine, too? Oh, the co- oh! get out of here. See, I, I, this pisses me off because it happened to me again. I'm in the market the other day. Got a whole bunch of shit. I'm going to get my stuff, go home. And so there's a lady in front of me. She's paying one part of her bill with cash. No, with one credit card. Or debit card, whatever the hell she's using. The second part of her bill, $1.43 fucking cents. She's paying with another card. <laughs> She's got her stuff spread out on the counter so much that we don't—we thinking that you know this one item is not hers, and she was like, "Oh no, that's mine." A dollar forty-three won't go in a won't go in a pocket and pull out two two George Washingtons. I mean, no cash. I mean, we living in a world where people are not carrying. I mean, zero cash. She might have been broke if she
1: used if she didn't even have enough money on her credit the first credit card she used to cover the dollar
0: and change. Yeah, well, I guess I don't know what the hell that was, man. But I mean, it's it's very I'm, it's very common now for me to see people less than I thought that there used to be a time where there was a minimum before you could pull out a credit card for a payment. I guess that's out of the window. Yeah, because I guess this is what happens I mean, we still have some stores in the city That maybe be like
1: $5 But if you have one store I don't know how it's going to work But I'm saying let's say, in the, let's say in the city for an example If you have one store that's offering $10 minimum And the other store offering a $5 minimum Everybody will go to the $5 minimum store It's the same way we used to have grocery stores That didn't take credit cards now But the people started going to Dwayne
0: Reed And CVS Now all the delis are taking credit cards See, me personally, I, I, if I'm going to spend credit card money, it has to be a certain amount of money because I don't, I don't want something that's forty three with interest and everything to be $4.43. I just feel like I got robbed for a very <laughs> small item. What I normally do is I'll use my
1: credit card, pay for it, so, so I can get the rewards points. And
0: then as soon as I get home, I just send, send the payment off. Yeah, I try not to spend plastic. I mean, I do it. If you go on trips, you go to airlines, because I don't, I don't go to the airport and pay for my plane ticket in cash. So I do that from the comfort of my home. So that's credit card. Yeah. Rent a car, credit card. Hotel room, credit card. See, they are mandatory. But when I go out to dinner, I'm paying cash because I don't want that bill. Oh, okay. You know, I did this, I'm not paying, I'm not gassing up with my credit card. I do that with cash. First of all, I don't trust a gas station at all with my credit card information. If you're going (laughs) to have somebody be sneaky, it's going to be in the gas station, man. Because you might go to four or five different places that day before you realize, oh shit, man, somebody got me and I got got once in a gas station. I did it once down here, and I learned my lesson. I got home, man, and I had some somebody had ordered some kind of a fucking PlayStation on me. I was like, I did not order no PlayStation. <laughs> I called my credit card company, and it was like, listen, first of all, they're sending it to an address that's not my address. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm not paying for that. And they took they definitely they took that one off my bill, and I was very happy they did. But I was like, Okay, now I got to get a new card, new number, blah, blah, blah. And you feel violated because somebody's been inside, you know, they've been inside your personal stuff. Yeah, I think that's why I use cards more because I could just call my call the credit card company and be like, hey,
1: listen, uh, especially if, you, if it's a service that I didn't like or that they didn't give me what I paid for, and my card will give me my money back. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't happen often, but, for instance, let's say... Uh, Direct I had Direct TV one time, and Direct you had to put your credit card down, and Direct TV uh, charged my card five hundred dollars because I had to cancel the service because the dish was removed by the building. Now, when I told Direct TV about the issue, they said, "Oh, well, you signed the contract." I was like, "Well, prove it." I didn't sign anything saying that I could have access that this building allows access to direct TV. They refused to give me the $500 back. So I was like, fine. Called the credit card company. Credit card company just took the, um, charge off the bill
0: because it wasn't authorized. Hmm. That was the end of, that was the end of that. Hey man, so what is going on with Chris Cyborg? What's the deal with um, that? I know she was supposed to get suspended,
1: but the, 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 drug department decided to give her retroactive w- to say that whatever she was using was actually for the benefit of therapy, and she wasn't actually using it illegally. So now she's going to be allowed to fight again in the UFC.
0: Okay, but I thought Chris Cyborg, I mean, I didn't even know that she was suspended. Yeah, she was pending in suspension
1: for after her last fight. She had tested positive for for something that she said she has, she has to use for her weight cut because the weight cut was so drastic to get down to 140. But they said in order to use that drug, you have to notify the UFC or the athletic uh, commission. Yeah, before you take it. But she, uh, I guess, she said she wasn't aware, and she filled out the paperwork, and they just approved her. So now she could fight the
0: um, for that new
1: title that the um, UFC has.
0: Oh, yeah. Matter of fact, those two, Holly Holmes filed an appeal to fight uh, that young lady, uh, DeRamany, again. Jermaine DeRamany. But you know what? I think DeRamany Jer- actually said, you know what? Because of the, the punches after the bell, she op- but she offered and said, you know what? I'm willing to fight her again because I don't think it was fair. But just because the two girls want to do it don't mean Dana's going to do shit. Yeah, uh Cyborg already laughed at that It was like, Of course you would want to fight her again instead of fighting me, basically. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Cyborg's a monster, man. She she really brings it. She's strong as hell, she's skilled. Actually, I feel bad that they created this this weight title after she fought at the other weight. Yeah. Made, she should have been the first one to fight for this title. And I think what happened was there it
1: was a slap in the face. I think, especially for the UFC, wanted to build up Ronda Rousey. So they didn't really want to push for the Cyborg fight at a catchweight. So they kept saying, well, Cyborg will have to drop down to the 135. Knowing for her to lose 10 pounds of muscle was going to be extremely hard for her to do without basically killing herself. So then they decided, you know what, we're going to let you fight catchweight with all the other women in the 135 division. Now, around the is, they had to create another division because I think that they're going to try to build Cyborg up as a
0: monster. Which she is. Now, I'm going to tell you now, if you haven't seen it and you want to see, well, I, I don't recommend you see it. But if you're interested in seeing this type of thing, Chris Cyborg does have a video out there where they filmed her going through the trials and tribulations of cutting weight. Because this woman is insane, she dropped 28 pounds in well, I think it was three days to be able to fight that fight that she had in the UFC, and the pain and the mental anguish that she went through—they filmed the whole thing. Oh, so yeah, you can I- actually find this online. I don't know if it's in, you can Google it or it's on YouTube. It Seems like everything in this mother is somewhere on YouTube, so I'm sure you can find it. Chris Cyborg weight cut. Uh, and it would be 2016. This is the one where she just did uh, last bite in 2016. Yeah, I know our manager
1: said that. He was like, she's basically, she would kill herself trying to get to 135. So 140 they wanted to test out before going down to 135. I don't even think that was the right on the part of UFC. If you thought Ronda
0: was the baddest woman on the planet,
1: what's what's the problem in having a catchweight? You have a catchweight fight with
0: everyone else. Ronda's not, um, Ronda was far from the baddest woman. Yeah,
1: now a lot of people is walking the statements back. Joe Rogan just walked back a statement saying, he recalled saying that uh, Ronda Rousey could beat up several of the men in the UFC.
0: And he just had to walk that back. Uh, I think it was last week. Yeah, you know what it is? Ronda was so protected by, not, I'm not going to say Dana, but her, her coach, Edmund that when she got punched in the face, and I mean really got punched in the face, she was almost like, what the fuck just happened? She took it almost like she was being assaulted instead of a fighter saying this is just a normal part of fighting.
1: Yeah, I think it was Julia Pena who said that if you was the highest spar with Ronda Rousey, that you wasn't allowed to really go really hard at her. You wasn't allowed to hit her. So... If you're training and you're
0: not allowed to be hit, what do you expect to happen in the fight? You, because the the fighter, your opponent is going to hit you. Yeah, you know what, man? When, when, I, when I boxed, we sparred all the time. That was a big part of it. And a lot of times, we sparred with people that were not in our weight class. Okay, we would use pillow gloves from time to time, 16 ounce; Those are pillows. We call them pillows. So okay. I fought at 119. I would spar with guys 155 just so that they could put the pressure on me. One, they would be bigger, they would be stronger, they would hit harder. So when I get into a fight with a guy 119, he's not hitting me as hard. I'm uh, you know, still sharp and steel. Yeah, and, and you know, they, they use the pillow, sharp and still technique, and it never that is a failure every time. The only person who could use that defense is Floyd, because Floyd doesn't get hit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Floyd, I don't know. There's a lot of rumors that this fight might be happening, even though both camps are,
0: well, one camp is denying it, and the other camp is saying they're close. I am going to say this, and I'm going to side on this one. Floyd doesn't need the money, and I'm going to basically say fuck Conor, I mean Connor. The last thing this country needs is a loudmouth Irishman fighting a loudmouth black guy. It's, we don't need the racial tension. I don't want this fight. I, would, I mean, I don't want I this fight. In the
1: boxing world, Roy's probably going to whip his ass, but I'm just saying the promotion
0: leading up to this fight will People be gonna... probably one of the greatest promotions of all time. It's going to be the ugliest. You think that tr- Trump is going to come off like uh, uh, Sweetie Pie or uh, uh, Tweety Pie in the presidency. The shit he says compared to what these two. I- and I don't know. Connor might just cross the line and say something stupid and racist. <laughs> you understand? He might just go there. Yeah, that is true. You know, he, and, he goes down from Ireland. We don't have that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. What I just said was fine. Ah, oh, what do you mean? What I just said was a bad thing. You're crazy. I say what I want to say. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> but I think that if you know, in a in a place that's already got a lot of tension, this because it's not going to affect no other country the way it's going to affect this country. I mean, Conor's already. Talking, telling people in America what they should do. He's not even an American. Yeah. <laughs> he just basically tells us, fuck Vince McMahon, and I stole his walk. Yeah, and, and uh, what he said, You motherfuckers, what are you out there uh, complaining about Trump? Shut the hell up. I mean, <laughs> most people know better. See, nothing that Connor does hurts his brand. The more no, that he, outrageous he is, the better it is for him.
1: Until he, like, really gets in the ring and gets his ass whipped. Because once you get really whipped on,
0: people tend to look at you a little differently. As long as you're winning, it's fine. But you want to know something about a guy like Connor? End of the day, if that bastard gets say say he gets this fight. So we're talking, I don't think he's doing this for less than 50. Less than 50. And yeah. it could be above 100 mil. He's going to go, thanks for the Bentley, thanks for this fucking mansion, thanks for the life that I'm going to live. He's not going to sweat how people react if he gets knocked out in the first round. Because, kind of, what I do see is he's going to turn this shit into a WWE event. As soon as something comes down that he don't like, he's going to tackle He's going to tackle Floyd They better put something in the contract That if he does any shenanigans They take his purse That's that's exactly what I'm saying If you're a guy Like Floyd is a boxer So he's used to boxing Connor's a fighter Where he's
1: used to throwing kicks Going to the ground Throwing punches If you're starting to get your ass ripped You would think Robotics is going to kick in And you're going to do What you know how to do To get out of that situation Yeah muscle memory
0: I can see him kicking Floyd in the, in the shin. Yeah, now, <laughs> now, you know, if Floyd gets kicked in the shin, he's got to act like his fucking leg is broken. He can't, <laughs> he can't like, kind of blow that off. He's got to act like he just got shot. Yep. And say, you know what? This shit is over. Limp around, say blah, blah, blah. And and that's it, because I, I, I don't expect it to end well. I, and it's not going to end well if it's a straight-up match in the ring with Connor, because Connor can't handle what's going to come at him. What's going to come at him is going to be some devastating stuff that he's never seen that kind of speed. He's never seen that kind of elusiveness. He's going to have problems beyond anything. But you know what? Think about the kind of ass-kicking you would take for $50 million. $50 million, I might get in the ring with Mike Tyson. Uh, matter of fact, you know what? I'm getting in the ring with Mike Tyson. I'm talking about his mama while I step in the ring. I want him to <laughs> knock my fucking socks off. I'm gonna think that he's not gonna kill me with the blow. I want him to come in there sn- snort, breathe like a bull. Let's get this over with. Now, if he decides he wants to put you in the corner and like beat your liver till you need an operation, that's a whole different ball game.
1: Yeah. But- <laughs>
0: But 50, I mean, 50 million, 50 million, we're talking changing, not your life, we're talking changing your, the course of your generations in your, in your family. Yeah, I don't, I don't see why the UFC would not allow the fight to happen, but, like, it's not going to tarnish their brain and they're
1: going to make money off of it. It's, it's, just I, how much I money? Yeah, I mean, Floyd's getting his 100 million regardless. So if if they wanna take Connor's some percentage from Connor, I guess that's up to Connor, but I think that these guys who signed into the UFC needs to stipulate in their contract that they are allowed to go into another form of sport. Sports. That's like if you
0: sign in a football contract and saying, Well, you can't play baseball. They need to well, you know what? I, I'm hoping for those guys to Come together and get some kind of union or something. Because when I look at the uh, the purses for say a UFC say fight night, and I see a guy made sixteen thousand, I would be like, man, go get a he, job. He's literally putting his life on the line. He can get his arm snapped. You know what I mean? His leg broken. Sixteen grand. I see now that kind of money. No, I, I have no interest. No. No. So out of out of that sixteen, you still gotta pay your corner man. You still gotta pay taxes on it. So what are you coming home with? Four thousand? Yeah, and and it seemed like Dana will charge you for the fucking flight too. <laughs> hey man, you thought that was a free fucking flight to Vegas? No, man. You pay for the flight. He's like an old school music uh you you ever watch those movies uh on uh a musical axe? And how they, hey, man, we are just on tour with two number one records. Why we only got $10 a piece? Because you ate, motherfucker, and you traveled, and you had outfits, and we don't pay for shit. The only thing that's free on tour is the air. And if we pump that in the room, you're paying for that too.
1: Yep, these guys get everything. Uh, I don't know how these big promotions, they end up getting everything, and the people that's fighting, get crap.
0: Man, one thing I will say I did really enjoy this weekend. MTV Classics did uh 90 hours of 90s hip hop. I didn't oh, that. Rem- I didn't remember how good some of that music really was, man. Yeah, the 90s was the golden age. A lot of people say it was the golden age of hip hop. And you know that I, now that I look at it and think about it, it definitely was. 80s was like an infancy.
1: Yeah,
0: You know, you still were coming out of a lot of guys, yes, yes, y'all, to the beach, y'all, that type of thing. The 90s, they seem to have it together. As a matter of fact, I'm going to piggyback that. with There's a new show out called The Breaks about, like, uh, startup hip-hop in the 90s. I seen the first episode, and I thought it was pretty good.
1: The yeah, it's getting, a lot of, it's getting a lot of media coverage, so it, it, it seems to be pretty good. I haven't had a chance to check it out, though.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, uh, that guy Woods, everybody knows that Wood guy, and then you got the kid Tristan from The Wire, and I guess 90210 or something like that. He oh, on... uh, Mac Wow, Mac Wow. Oh, well, I think he's Mac when he's dealing with black people, he's Tristan when he's in his white world, oh. <laughs> because his name is Tristan, when, he's on... when he was on 90210, his name was fucking Tristan, where the hell did Mac come from? But I think that's his I think that's his government name. Mac? I think his
1: government name. Oh no, actor Tristan Wiles is his name. Mac
0: Mac Wiles is what he used when he uh for his RB album, because he's also a singer. Right, right. See, that's the name he's gonna use when he's dealing with us. If he's dealing with brothers and sisters, I'm Mac brother. But when he's when he's over there with uh Christian uh dirts or whatever the hell that is. She's like, Oh shit, I'm Christian people. No, he know, from New York City. Yeah, yeah. Actually he's from Staten Island. He he talked about he's from he's, uh the guy who's playing his father on the show is uh Method Man. Oh, okay. Okay. And he he, he talked about how he knew Method from the block. And meth would always come by and give him t shirts and shit like that. You know, little dusty kid in the block. Yeah. It's some Wu-Tang clothes. All
1: right.
0: (laughs) You know. But I would would recommend it. I would definitely recommend the show. So far, so good. I thought it was not the greatest, but it's entertaining. And any time that you get to see old New York, I think it's a treat, especially since a lot of people don't have no clue of how gritty and grimy New York actually looked. A train looked like hell back then
1: oh yeah yeah definitely especially if you they show you look at old pictures of new york city
0: yeah yeah the abandoned buildings and you know you're gonna you, they're gonna talk about stuff like that you know uh so it's i just felt kind of bad that the uh the get down was like damn man we did it first now on top of that boom we gotta deal with this but i'm <laughs> i'm enjoying both of them
1: Yeah, I I have a recommendation for people too uh, for something they can look forward to or watch. Um, Last night on PBS which I just happened to have been flicking the channel they had something on called The Talk, Race in America. It's about basically the talk that parents give their kids on how to interact with the police. And they showed, like the first hour was about how um, black and Latino people get treated by police in um, certain instances and then there's the second hour was, like, how uh, dealing with the police and the police trying to deal with the community. It was actually a, a two-hour show, which was great because there was no commercials. So, so was it was on PBS? Yeah, it was on PBS, so everybody could check their local PBS station and uh, look for
0: that. You know what? I, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get into that. And actually, I would like to talk about that. And you being in New York, I like to talk about on our next show, because we've been holding off on it. Stop and frisk. Where is it now? What's going on with it? How does it affect you? Blah, blah, blah. You know? Uh, yeah,
1: That's, that, that's something that would definitely be good to talk about. Cause I also feel like these are conversations that people are like kind of scared to talk about, especially at this day and age, because Some people think that you automatically pull in the black card and it's not like that all the time. So if people could come around and
0: understand other people's point of views, I think this whole world would be a better place. But no, definitely. Our next show, I want to piggyback those two together. Stop and frisk with the conversation because I'm going to try to figure out in my mind how horrifying that conversation must have to be at this day and age because I seen something on TV and it wasn't with that show but it was a it was a man talking to his child and he broke down while he was talking to his child about this conversation but you know what it is we're conscious of it but this is the same conversation that went on in the 1920s all the way through it has never stopped we just yeah. it, it's 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 just we have the media out there to perpetuate the visual. Did you, uh, did you have a chance to watch the Thirteen on Netflix? No, which is I, I believe Thirteen. They are allowing, they just giving that away. Yeah, yeah, it's free on Netflix. So if you get a chance, it'd be cool to watch that too before
1: we have the conversation because it touched a lot on the prison system.
0: Okay, so you know what, we we're gonna talk about Thirteen. We're gonna talk about the stop and frisk. We're going to talk about We're going to talk about some more social issues on our very next show. Hey Net, you got anything before we wrap this up, brother? Now, just as always to tell the people,
1: um, if you enjoyed the conversation, <clears throat> join us on on social media at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and especially our YouTube page at netboy.. Doc. Please like our stuff, subscribe to it, comment,
0: share. You can find us on all forms of social media at Netboy Doc. And if you have any insight on what is it, thirteen stop and frisk. Uh, the con- uh, the conversation is it? Uh, the talk, race the in America. Talk? Yeah, the talk issues. Your insight is more than welcome, and we're going to tell you. This is Doc on behalf of Doc and Netboy in our world we we'll you have a great day, and as always, peace.